0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on what time you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to Truckers USA American. My name is Miguel Reynoso, Fox. Today I want to talk about this uh, news that basically just came out today. And um, this is a good news. I-95 is going to be open in Philadelphia uh, this weekend. Uh, the section of Interstate 95 in Philadelphia that collapsed uh, last uh, on June 11 due to a, a tanker that crashed and you know basically set up on fire and uh, destroyed uh, the highway going north and south. Uh, it's going to be reopened uh, this weekend. It's going to be uh, temporary lanes open. It's going to be three temporary lanes going north and three temporary lanes going south and the prediction is that this lane should be open Friday or Saturday uh, they say it might be by the weekend so this is a good news and uh, I don't know if you guys heard about this accident uh, I think it was a uh, on June 11 these tanker crashes and basically set up on fire and blow up and basically uh, destroy uh, I-95 in Philadelphia. Uh, I think it was uh, the north the northbound basically uh, got damaged and due to the to the to the explosion and the fire that was so intense, uh, basically the whole highway was shut down because part of the uh, southbound also collapsed and they had to shut down the highway for safety reasons because there was not safe to vehicle there was a chaos around that city that day. Actually there was it it, it, it is a, a chaos until today because just imagine that city without a highway that's a major highway that connect Delaware, Pennsylvania and New Jersey. There's a lot of commute on a daily basis through that highway every day. So uh the uh, governor of the state of Pennsylvania, Mr. Josh Shapiro, he said that they're going to have a crew working around the clock. And uh, they're hoping that these uh, lanes are going to be open by, the un- by this weekend. And um, also, he says here that um, the state police is going to be escorting these uh, truckers they are going to be transporting, you know, those... Um, papers and uh, any uh, construction material that they're gonna need to open those temporary lanes until they can uh, basically fix the uh, or you know fix the, the the highway and you know put it back on running. And I just imagine how was the traffic around Philadelphia without the highway? Because to be honest with you, that that gotta be hell on wheels around there, because. Just imagine with that highway, there's always traffic. Just imagine without the highway, and this is a highway that basically, a hundred and sixty thousand vehicles across, basically, on a daily basis. So, I mean, this is this is a good news. I mean, because if they're gonna open these uh temporary lanes by the weekend or by Friday, I mean, uh, that's good. That's good because I mean. I mean, I don't, I, I, don't go to the northeast because I don't, I don't like to be stuck on the traffic. But just imagine right now, without the highway, it's gotta be like you know, crazy. And plus, you know, they have these people working 24/7 so they can, you know, build those temporary lanes. So that's new. And um, I mean, this is a, this is a sad story because uh, I don't know if you guys heard that, but. That tanker was carrying, uh, I think it was uh, uh, petroleum, and uh, something happened when, when he was going off the ramp, and the, uh, you know, the tanker set up on fire and basically blow up, and, you know, the driver lost his life on that accident, and, you know, it, it is, and, you know, this is, this is uh, a, you know, a guy that has family, has kids, and, you know, and it is sad. As, you know, there's stuff that, you know, we can't prevent, but, you know. But good news, I mean, they're going to reopen the, those three temporary lanes, you know, until they can fix the whole highway and, you know, keep the city running, because, like I say, it's got to be hell around there. It's, it's got to be, right now, it's got to be held without the highway. But hopefully, uh, you know, the highway's going to be back and running on on the weekend, and probably by next week You know There's not going to be A lot of traffic And also I know There was a lot of uh, You know Truckers that, You know the one I able to make Deliveries in the city Because You remember That's That's a major highway that connect You know A lot of exits to the city To deliver loads And stuff like that And You know So Well Well Thanks God that you know They fixed this problem And uh, you know They They uh, on top of this team and uh, my condolence to these uh, gentleman's family because you know that's got to be a terrible loss for the family well folks and I know the news here uh, the FNCSA uh, basically uh, released a report saying that uh, I don't know if you remember that they they, uh, they were doing an operation called crack down you move. I think it, I think it was the uh, this year, uh, February of this year, and that point is uh, the point of this investigation was targeting uh, uh, trucking companies. They do moving companies across uh, moving um, across the country, and um, you know the information that uh, that the FNC released was that they're gonna deploy. Uh, I think it was like dozens of uh, investigators all over the side so they can, you know, investigate what's going on because according to uh, a report from the uh, FNCSA and the uh, NCC tv uh, between 2020 and 2021, they have over actually from 2020 to 2021, they have Four thousand three hundred and forty complaints. Four thousand three hundred and forty complaints from you know from customers uh, complaining about the moving company because some of these uh, customers were uh, basically complaining that some of these trucking companies, you know, after they pick up their belongings, they were holding this stuff hostage and. You know, demanding for more money because whatever happens on the highway, and you, you know, that's illegal. But it says here yeah, that you know, uh, the uh, the FNCSA and the uh, NCCDB con- uh, conduct the uh, investigation, and the result was basically it took place in 16 states, and the result was 586. Consumers complaint were basically closed because the enforcement took action and uh, uh, they were able to, you know, take action and uh, caught these people. So 586 cases were sold and some of these people got their, uh, their belonging back and they don't have to pay uh, any money to these trucking companies that were holding, you know, their belonging home station for more money. And, and like I said before, I mean, I don't understand why these uh, some of these trucking companies, uh, I mean, some of these trucking companies doing that because the investigation took place and they basically investigate 800, you know, moving companies across the country, uh, especially, you know, in these 16 states. And <clears throat> the problem I don't understand is like, why this company are you know some of these movie companies are doing this because if you gotta you, you know if you go to your place I'm a, let's say I'm a trucking company and what I do is moving you know household goods all over you know around the country and moving people around in offices and stuff like that after I go to your place and I give you a price because I have to go to your place and do an inventory of everything you have and everything you're gonna move and if you give you a price and You know, after I get, you know, after you get your stuff, I'm calling you and telling you that you have to pay me more money because my truck broke down on the highway or whatever or anything that happens. You, you know, I'm trying to collect that money from you. That's that's illegal because, you know, you, I already gave you a price and we signed a contract and I'm going to be moving you stuff. And that was the price that you, you know, that I request for you to pay me and some of these trucking companies not, I mean I'm not gonna say all the moving companies were doing that stuff and you know some of these moving companies are, are doing this kind of stuff and almost over you know over 8,000 claims that, you know people claiming that they got it you know they, they don't have the um, their belongings because these moving companies are holding it hostage because they want more money and that's just not it. This is some of the cases that these companies are holding these people's uh belongings. But they, you know, also there was uh, a lot of complaints about you know the a lot of stuff was missing, like, you know, if you send a uh let's say a move, uh, you know you're moving uh, your office from you know point A to point B. And because you know that, that is on the that report People complaining, they say, you know, they send stuff with these moving companies. And when they, when they got, you know, that stuff, a lot of stuff was missing. And the moving companies are like, oh, we don't know. I mean, if you don't know, because I mean, if you're moving the stuff, that stuff is in your trailer. I mean, what happened? I mean, that stuff is not going to disappear. But fortunately, the FNCSA and the uh, NCC... BD took action in this situation and they caught some of these people. I mean, I know, I know the one. You know, they were able to, you know, caught all these people because I mean, you know, it's it's gonna be impossible to caught all these people. But you know, they did a good job. They did a good job. You know, they, they some with these guys and you know, because it was getting out of hands and it is not fair that you know you're trying to move across the country because you don't want to do that because you know and along the way some people you know steal your stuff it, it is not fair because i know a lot of people don't want to help you know they don't want to do that pro- or probably they don't have nobody to help them to move you know around because you know and they really pay for that but sometimes people say you know what I'm not going to take my chance. I'm not going to take any chances with no moving company because I might lose my stuff. I'm going to rent a, a U-Haul or whatever and I do it myself. And little by little the moving companies are going to be losing ground. They they're going to lose a lot of customers because if people start doing that, they're not going to use you guys. It, you know. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not pointing any fingers, but I mean, if you guys, you know, care about your business, I mean, you, you should have, you know, put a little bit of action and made sure, <clears throat> made sure who you hire because I know I know sometimes, you know, you hire some of these guys and he passed, you know, all the all the background checks and everything with, you know, red, you know, with green flat and everything was okay. The guy has no criminal record, anything like that. But sometimes people, you might get greedy. Along the way, he saw something that he might want, you know, and he took it. Unfortunately, I mean, things happens like that because, I mean, some humans, I mean, some people, it's just like that. I mean, because the way he, these people think is like, well, why would I pay for that if I have it over here? It's available so I can take it right now. But that, you know, that's the situation This, you know. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, they're going to put an end to this kind of situation. Because it is not fair. It is not fair that, you know, these people take your stuff. And also, it's not fair that the moving companies are holding you stuff hostage and asking for more money. You know, it's not fair. But that's what's going on in this industry, people. Well, Fox is, I mean... (sighs) I don't know if you guys see seen the low boards and this current situation with this freight market right now. Uh, I, mean, the freight is, I mean, the freight is down, really, really down. I mean, there is nothing that pays more than $2. And if there is a low that pays more than $2, it's because it's going 100, 200 miles, no more than 300 miles. And you know, those lows sometimes. We don't want to do it because it's it's just a waste of time. But the phrase down and plus the the phrase down, that is not enough, right? Because if you check the low board, I mean, it's basically there it is no load to me. I mean, this whatever loads are up- posted over there, you know, is not enough for all the trucks that are you know waiting to get loaded or to get you know to get a load, because. I was checking. Listen, I was in Chicago, Midwest. You know, Midwest is always good to pick up lows, and 76 lows available. 76 lows, and I was in Bedford Park, Illinois. And I was like, wow! And on top of that, those lows that were available, they were not paying was not even worth it i mean it was not even worth worth it to move it guys i mean sh- how can you go to california from ohio for twenty five hundred dollars what money am i gonna make because i mean there's that, no secret i mean you go to california you're just gonna waste your time over there because the freight in california is down too it's even worse than i mean i think california right now is going through a rough moment when becoming you know when you know we freight because the freight's not paying coming out of California and I'm going to move a, you know a load from the Midwest all the way to California Los Angeles Sacramento whatever for $2,500 and then when I get over there I mean I'm going to get out another load that pays twenty-five, $3,000 going back to Illinois what money I'm making and that's going to take me I mean that's going to take my whole week I'm making what $5,000 round trip we used to get that before just one way and more but <clears throat> I mean I don't know who, who to blame for this because I mean it's just the market is just like that I mean the freight there's no freight and the freight's down the volume of freight is down especially in, like I told you guys before I know some of you guys and myself was hoping that in the summer, it's going to get a little bit better because you, you guys know summer season is, you know, it's, it's a busy season, especially in, in June. And I, I know you guys are seeing the, the, the boards right now, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Well, I mean, where's the lows? I mean, where, what happened with the freight? There's no freight. Unfortunately, there's nothing. I mean, there is whatever is posted over there, I mean, it's, it's not worth it to move it. It is just not worth it. But you got to do what you got to do because, I mean, that truck is not moving. You're not making any money. But the situation is getting really, really bad. And I know right now with this current situation, there will be more companies closing down and more owner-operators basically going to go out of business because they cannot afford we cannot afford to to maintain, you know, the truck to to make the payments, you know, and pay for the permits and all that stuff because we're not producing the money. We are not producing the money to pay for all these, you know, permits and truck payments, insurance, and all that. And and you know, it and, and the situation is different, you know, in everybody because you might have. A decent insurance payment every month, but some guys have a high. He has a high, high insurance payment because whatever situation, his driving record or whatever, or his company is a new company, and you know the insurance company. The only way they're gonna take a chance on you is, if, you know, they basically break you back with insurance. Because right now, if you paying twenty five hundred dollars a month in insurance. I don't know how you're making it. Because, I mean, right now, with this current situation, nobody can make more than more than $7,000. I'm talking about Reaver, more than $7,000 a week, if you can make 7000 And then out of there, I mean, you got to take fuel, you know, maintenance, taxes, all, all that stuff. Because you can't... You can just think that you made $4,000 and that $4,000 are, you know, are going into your pocket because you got to take taxes out of there. You got to take money out of there for maintenance and truck payment, insurance, whatever. Then, you know, you know, your personal bills, you know, and I don't know. I don't know. I I mean, I don't know how we we can make this. I mean, I don't know how we're going to be able to make this. I mean, how can we survive this right now? This. Is getting really bad. But, and on top of that, there are people. Uh, brokers, like, you know, something like... I thought, and I know some of you guys will be like, you know, I'm going to, some of you guys are, are, are going to agree with me. Because I thought that the worst brokers out there were C.H. Robinson and TQL. But I think this is my personal opinion. I think Coyote has basically, actually, I think Coyote basically becomes the worst right now because I got this low from Coyote last week. This is not the first time they do this kind of stuff to I me, mean. and I pick up, I pick, I picked a low in Creek, Nebraska, at a National Beef. No, actually, it was at Smithfield, and. That load was delivering in Georgia, Moultrie, Georgia, National Beef. I never been in that place before. That was my first time delivering any load into uh, National Beef in Moultrie, Georgia. And I mean, I did not read the comments or anything like that, and the reviews or anything like that. But when I got there, I got there on Sunday around eleven p.m. and they let me get in. You know, I park. I mean, they told you, yeah, you, you go inside, park over there, blah blah blah. The problem with that, folks, is like, it is 5 p.m. next day, and I'm still waiting to get unloaded. And I'm trying to talk to these people. I mean, you could, you don't have access to this place to talk to anybody. You have to talk to the jar driver, and the jar driver has to call somebody inside to find out what's going on. Finally, I got out of there around 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., the, the next day. My appointment was at 6 at six a.m. Okay? And I called Coyote and I asked him if they're going to pay me the attention for it. And the first guy, one, the, the first time that I called was, was a guy that picked up the phone and I gave him the loan number. And he's like, he, he didn't check on it. The, the, the loan is covered. And I was like, yeah, I know I had the low loan. He hung up on me. I'm like, what the heck then I call back and I try and explain explain this other person that pick up the phone and explain the situation it's like okay I'm gonna call you back and uh, see what's going on I still waiting for that call they never call me back I call again there was another girl that pick up the phone and explain the situation same story there somebody's gonna call me back today's the day and they haven't even called me. Okay? Today is Friday. Right? And I delivered that load on Monday. They haven't even called me. This is not the first time they do they do this to me. Because I remember I picked up a load also in um, Florida. It was a load of watermelon. And they gave me an appointment for uh, 6 a.m. in Indianapolis. And I, when I got to the place, the guy is telling me, no, your appointment is for 2 p.m. I called them out they talked to me they said they're gonna give me $200, 250 dollars just for wedding over there okay now I got a lottery, they sent me the, the new rate confirmation but when I send the information to my uh, factoring company my factoring company, you know they, they connected with all these brokers and they can see how much the law pays you know with the when they got the rate confirmation. The problem is they never changed the price on their system. Now the confirmation that I have says you know the amount this, that is you know I sh- that I supposed to get paid with the detention. But when my factoring company is trying to collect the money, they had a different amount. And I keep calling back and forth back and forth like always they're gonna call you. And to be honest with you, to me, Coyote is getting really really low. And I don't think I'm gonna be I'm not gonna be moving any loads for Coyote anymore because these people are, you know, irresponsible. I mean, they're trying to you know, they're trying to treat you like an idiot. I, I guess because I mean, if you're trying to talk to these people, nobody knows anything. Nobody can help you. Nobody can guide you. Nobody can tell you anything. Most of the people working over there, oh. Oh, they're a bunch of idiots or they're trying you know or, or somebody told them app this way because if you pick up a low, remember Coyote has a, 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 an app if you go there you book the low. you on you own with that low. the moment you book that low on that app is you, you on you on because these people are not going to help you and I mean at least some of these other brokers, you call and some of them, you know, like always, I mean, they're going to try to dodge not to pay you for, you know, for detention or anything like that, because when it comes to money, nobody wants to pay you. But at least they have people to answer. That to me, Coyote, Coyote is the worst. And for that, I'm not going to move any more load for these people, because I'm not going to go through the headache again. They lie too much, and, and on top of that, like this low they want me to pick up on this coming Monday, and that low is only eighteen hundred miles. Pick it up on Monday. They want me to deliver the low on Friday. Why that low? Why can I? Why can I drop that low on on Thursday? It's only eighteen hundred miles. No, because the appointment is set up for Friday. Well, can you change that appointment? Oh, let me see what I can do. Can you, you go pick up the load? No, no, no. If you if you, you gotta me, you gotta give me a concrete, you know, answer that you're gonna have that appointment, a, a firm appointment on Thursday. Because if you go pick up the load, I mean, as soon as that load is on that trailer, that's it. You get over there, and the appointment the appointment is for Friday. You're gonna have to wait for until Friday because they're not gonna unload you that's what's going on with some of this broker because it's not just, it's not just Coyote that do all this stuff. It's, it's a lot of them. A lot of them. You know. But that's the situation that we, you know, that it's been going on around here. But <clears throat> like I said, the freight is not paying and a lot of people are going out of business. Bro, well, fox I mean, and thanks God they're going to reopen 95 because, I mean, I, I know a lot of guys like to go up and, you know, to the Northeast. I, I hate going up in the Northeast, but that's a good news, you know. That I-95 is going to be reopened. I mean, temporary lanes, but, you know, still something. I mean, because I know a lot of people, they use 95 to go around so they they don't have to pay for The New Jersey Trump High or the Delaware, you know, the Delaware Memorial Bridge. Actually, you don't pay going into Jersey. But, you know, a lot of people just go that way so they can avoid all those tolls in in Jersey. Uh, But a lot lot of people, you know, used to use that highway. So, well, well, folks, that's all I have. Um, I talk to you guys in the next uh, podcast. Uh, Be careful up there. Uh, Don't get stressed. Uh, Don't work too hard if you're not getting paid. And uh, God bless you. Uh, Talk to you guys on the next podcast. Bye.